0: Everybody, you're listening and chatting with Candice. I'm your host, Candice Horback. Before we get started on this week's episode, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to the show notes and I'll take you to our Patreon account. You get early access to episodes, live AMAs, and it just makes podcasting easier for us. <laughs> this week, I can't believe the guests that we had. I kind of started following him on Twitter. He's a very controversial person. He definitely lives life how he wants. He doesn't really conform to norms by any stretch of the imagination. He's kind of like a modern day outlaw, a bit of like a tech renegade, if you will. So this week we have John McAfee. So his story is really wild. Brace yourself, buckle up. This gets a little bit crazy and I wouldn't have it any other way. Enjoy the episode. So I'm going to appoint you the title of, like, the world's most interesting man, and I'm probably not the first person to say that. I started following you when I saw someone, like, retweet you wearing, like, a thong on your face, and someone was saying you were getting arrested at an airport because that was a mask. And I was like, who is this guy? And then I got into a bit of, like, a YouTube hole and a Google hole and – (laughs)
1: <laughs> you, don't want to, you don't want to dig too deep into me. It, it isn't pleasant and it'll get you nowhere.
0: Oh, I would disagree because it's like, who has a story like that, right? Like you have to have, okay, so first starting, you created like the first antivirus software, right? So are you, you have a background in engineering or how did that start? Because you, usually your first software. start, software?
1: Software engineering, that's all I've ever done. Okay. Well, software engineering and chasing women, that's all.
0: <laughs> okay so you had like a, a massive exit which is unheard of right like that very rarely happens right like you had a, a, allegedly it was like a hundred plus million dollar because you left the company right
1: yeah that, that was not my only company the reason people talk about that company is because it it bears my name mm-hmm. <laughs> but i've been involved in in a dozen uh, more successful, really, in terms of finance, but but we can talk about that later. But yes, I mean, most people know me for McAfee Antivirus. I was the first person to um, create an, an antivirus program, and there you have it. But it, it was boring. It really was. I'm so sorry to tell you. There's nothing exciting about it.
0: So what's your passion project now then? <laughs> There's probably several. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's quite a few. Um, well, my, my biggest passion project is uh, a cryptocurrency called Ghost, but that's not the currency. Uh, I'm attempting to turn that into a stable coin. It'll be the world's first stable privacy coin. And I think it will become the standard for cryptocurrency exchanges. not not for, because It's a stable coin. You can't invest in it. It never goes anywhere. It, it's always pegged to within 1% of the U.S. dollar. So why bother? <laughs> you, you can't hold it and expect to get rich. It's not happening. No, mm-hmm. it's actually to be used. Now, <laughs> governments do not like this at all. Uh, already, uh, you know, governments are coming down on Monero, which is the standard privacy coin, but Monero fluctuates wildly in value. It's a spooky thing to use as a standard of exchange. A ghost, which we've already developed, is equally as private and anonymous, and we're coming out with a, a stable version of it. Good God Almighty! I mean, that's going to take over all cryptocurrency exchanges. I think when, with people actually using it, not investing. Listen, people do not invest in cryptocurrency. Go to Las Vegas and play roulette (laughs) uh, or craps. Uh, Craps is best, you know. The best odds of any in Las Vegas is the pass line. Just throw your bets on the pass line and just see if you get more or or less uh, after the uh, seven, the deuce is rolled. So no, it's um it's my my real you know passion and I, I know that the governments are gonna come down harder on me and they're already coming down hard. I'm on the run from six different governments now. Belize, the United States, the Bahamas, Cuba, and the Dominican Republic. Is that six? I think it is, yes.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely crazy to me i was um when i was emailing with your wife i was like your life is kind of like a bond movie to me like it's just just when you think you kind of like are catching up like there's like another twist and another turn
1: i'm 75 years old i've been arrested 22 times in 11 different countries my last arrest was 18 months ago in the dominican republic and the people if you're looking for a jail experience really only the most hardened and seasoned Jail experienced uh, people uh, should try that one out. I mean, it's ugly. It's it's just a cut above uh, United States jails, which are just about at the very fucking bottom. Well, yeah, you get fed, but no. I mean, the jails in America are cold, harsh, uh, loveless environments. What's the best jail? Mexico.
0: Oh really? Why is that?
1: Well, it's a social. It's fun. I've been jailed <laughs> one, four times in Mexico, and uh, every time was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I mean, I made friends. There's parties. You know, if you got money, they'll bring you beer. They'll bring you girls. They'll whatever you fucking want. Oh wow! As long as you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in. Hang on, I was in prison in Guatemala. Jesus, God, I've never had more sex in my life.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I'm serious. No. I mean, you know, I was raw. Why? Uh, my Spanish is not good enough to enjoy the television or even have a decent conversation mm-hmm. um, for more than 30 seconds. And no one ever spoke English. So, yeah, hookers. You know, I just filled myself with hookers nonstop, which you can do. The guards will bring you anything you want as uh, you've got the cash to pay for it. And the odd thing is, uh, in most third world countries, if you've got the cash in your cell, nobody steals it. You might get stabbed, murdered, killed, raped, but they're going to steal your money. doesn't happen. I so said, I don't know why. I <laughs> I don't really know. Hmm. Nevertheless, yeah, so uh, it was a great experience. In fact, as soon as I got out of jail in Guatemala, December 2012 is when I met Janice, who was a working girl in Miami at that time, who came up to me and said, would you like this? Would you like that? And I go, are you shitting me? No, I just want a nice cup of coffee. I mean, I have had more pussy than God in the past two months. So, no. So, yes, I've been arrested. I've been, you
0: know, so how do you find yourself in these situations, like on the run from like six different countries and then getting to experience all of these these jails?
1: I make my own rules. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't abide by government's rules. I mean, Jesus mm-hmm. God. You know, I, not that I break rules like murdering people and, and molesting old ladies. No. Rules like, oh, no, you may not cross this imaginary border without all this documentation. Well, fuck you. I'm going to swim in the river. Two miles upstream. So fuck you people. No, I got arrested. In fact, my two months in Guatemala was for entering Guatemala illegally by simply coming in by boat, grabbing another boat, and going up the uh, Rio Dulce to Fronteras without having a stamp in my fucking passport, all right? Sometimes I have no... I, I don't want to deal with authority, so fuck you people. So probably half of my arrests have been for crossing borders <laughs> illegally. Oh wow. I don't be- well I don't believe in borders. I'm so sorry. No. Four arrests were for possession of drugs, which I think why the fuck is that illegal? Mm-hmm. What am I am I grabbing children and forcing them down the throats? No, they're for me people. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. I had- did have one stupid arrest that was a DUI I think in 2017, maybe 2016 in Tennessee. I was arrested uh, for a DUI, <laughs> carrying a, a shitload of loaded military firearms. So in oh, any that'll case, that'll do it. it. Yeah, yeah, that always that does it. Does it? But I, listen, I did forty eight hours for that. That's all. Oh wow. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just honest with people. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't know it was illegal. Because uh, in Tennessee, you may legally have as many uh, guns as you want, but you can't mm-hmm. have those guns and be drunk. Well, right. Judge. Nobody mm-hmm. told me that shit. All right. Drunk driving is drunk driving. So they gave me a drunk driving charge and dropped the uh, illegal possession of firearms while uh, intoxicated charge. Well, fuck me. Wow.
0: Holy shit. So you've self-admittedly like you tried lots of different drugs and then you also opened up like a Zen studio for a while and where I'm like kind of tracing these back when it comes to like psychedelics, a lot of people say they have like a huge shift of perspective of reality and how they see things and the same with a lot of people in spirituality. So would you say like those things have kind of created this persona and this kind of like I'm not going to abide by the rules kind of personality or were you like that before?
1: no drugs drugs don't do that to you. they really don't I mean, see drugs do not change your fundamental character; they merely change your perceptions.
2: Mm.
1: There's a big fucking difference <laughs> if you are a shy withdrawn personality and you drop l s d I don't take all those old drugs anymore. I, I mean, the newer drugs, methylene pyrovalerone, which was invented well, 15 years ago. I mean, the shit that came from China and Russia, it makes LSD and cocaine and methamphetamines look like baby aspirin. I'm sorry, people. But no, even that shit doesn't change you. It merely changes your perceptions. And now you're in a new reality with the same character. And most people are worse off because they don't have the tools.
2: Mm.
1: So if you're going to be changing your perception, you damn well, at first, better change your character and personality so that you may deal with whatever happens. If the roof blows off of my house and aliens come down, (laughs) I'm ready for that shit. (laughs) All
0: right. <laughs> so, what would you say your biggest your biggest shift was after you like did a bunch of drugs? I guess specifically, I I was watching one video that said like you did like a bag. I don't know what a bag is of DMT, but something like a, way more than is recommended. It wasn't
1: just it wasn't just DMT. See, that was back in fuck me. I was nineteen. Uh, when was it? Nineteen eighty something. Very late in the game. I th- no 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 in the 70s, I think, whatever it was. I mean, I was taking so many drugs. I was constantly drugged on something, LSD, morphine, heroin, uh, marijuana. You fucking name it. I was never straight. I wasn't straight for 15 years. And so the DMT, in combination with God knows what else I had taken, sent me over for two months where I, I was totally oblivious to the reality around me and I was struggling to put the world back together again because mm-hmm. it had shattered literally
2: mm-hmm.
1: it literally like a mirror shattered into a million pieces that was reality and I struggled for two months to take pieces and put them back together
2: mm-hmm.
1: now there's still a shit load of pieces I could not find
2: mm-hmm. so
1: I have some serious holes <laughs> In my being Mm. and my relationship to the world around me, however, seems to function okay. I mean, it works. I've, you know, built a bunch of companies. I've traveled everywhere. I've slept with many thousands of women. Not that that's much to brag about, but keep in mind, keep in mind, my goal was simply two things: technology and women. So I have succeeded in my goals, have I not?
0: No, I would definitely say, yeah, absolutely. So one of the other things that I guess you're known for is you made a run for president in the Libertarian Party twice. So first of all, can you explain what a Libertarian is? Because I was reading like something like 50% of people misidentify it. Um, I have
1: no clue. Really, no? I don't know. I have no interest in Libertarianism. I use them because <laughs> in order to run, all you do is pay $25 to be a member. I go, well, fuck, that's so easy. I, By the way, in 2016, I came in third. Mm-hmm. Third. All right. This time I paid no attention at all. I didn't even show up at the debates. One of them said, where were you? And I go, I don't know. I was drunk. I didn't feel like it. No, I didn't want to be president. Good God almighty. Who does? President's got no power. None. I simply wanted to use the platform and that stage to say what I wanted to say and to a wider audience, which I did. And now I'm happy.
0: So what was your message that you were trying to get across? How old are you? How old am I? 31. You're married? Yes. Do you have children? One. How old? Nine months. Boy or girl? Boy. Name? No. No name? No, there is a name, but we don't say it publicly. Okay.
1: So now, you brought no name into the world, either willingly or accidentally, Mm -hmm. uh, by design or by, by chance. What do you want for no name to inherit as you... Raise him, and at the age of twenty-one, goes off. What is it that you want, No Name, to inherit? What is it that you want for him? Can you tell me that?
0: I feel like that's such like a loaded question, but I guess for the sake of like just time, I would say to have like a sense of curiosity and be like an independent thinker, which I don't think there's a lot of. So how do you get that? I don't know. You just have to instill like certain beliefs that you believe to be true and create like a sense of independence so that he doesn't become part of like this crowd that you see right now. It's like someone tells you this is the right way and then you just see a herd of people move there without questioning. So I guess to be someone that questions things and not just take everything for face value and then to do what makes him happy and not just chase money and societal You
1: use, use the word proper beliefs mm-hmm. a few times in that mm-hmm. discussion. Let me tell you what I think about belief. Do people who can see have to believe in sunlight? They can see it. Belief mm-hmm. plays no part. Who needs to believe in sunlight? The blind. Mm. Only the blind. I would rather have Mr Nameless come into the world with no beliefs whatsoever, none, so that he may see the world as it truly is. Because until you drop every belief that you have, what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Even for you, you're mm-hmm. not sure what's right and wrong. It changes, doesn't it? Totally. As you get older. Mm-hmm. Right. So what belief do you think you're going to instill in Mr. Nameless? It's not going to be the right one for him, is it?
0: No. Not necessarily, no. So,
1: no. So, I would say, <laughs> Mr. Nameless, believe nothing
0: ever. Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing. And if you find yourself believing something, understand this. You are blind to that something. Otherwise, belief would not be necessary. Now, have we got off on this nonsense? I do not know.
0: Um, <laughs> We were talking about your message for, like, the message you were trying to get across when you were running for president.
1: I just gave it to you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is know yourself yourself before you try to know the world.
0: Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that, 100%. I think most people, and a lot of what we see today is a lot of people are avoiding getting to know themselves and, like, facing certain hard truths. So then they focus on problems elsewhere or focus on other issues that make them kind of, like – I guess, not focus on the issues at home. So how do you believe nothing when you are surrounded by media that's telling you one truth? You're, you know, if you, Assuming you send your kid to a public school or private school, and it doesn't really matter nowadays, like they also have certain truths that they're instilling. And then you have parents that are instilling another truth. So how do you go about just remaining neutral?
1: I didn't say remain neutral. You What's should never be neutral. You should be always 100% in all circumstances on the side of young Nameless. Do you understand? Mm. All right. So you then need not, why should you listen to, does the school know Mr. Nameless? Have they shaken his hand? Have they listened to him uh, as he awoke crying from a dream? Have they held Mr. Nameless in their arms? Have they... No what mm-hmm. the fuck do they have to do mm-hmm. with Mr Nameless mm-hmm. nothing only you your husband and those who have met personally Mr Nameless so why the fuck do you care what they're saying <laughs> no i'm sorry it sounds simplistic it but does, it is
0: but kids are so malleable right so like and i find a lot of kids can easily be more influenced by like peers and teachers than parents just because like the parents aren't cool or anymore and what do you know, right? So it's like how do you how do you create a buffer for that? You don't need to. No.
1: The child's most influential time, every human's most influential <laughs> time in their life is the first three years of it mm. where they begin to understand what the reality is. I mean, for two weeks, Nameless didn't even recognize who you were,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm.
1: And then suddenly he did. And from there began to, you are the guide to his reality in these three years of his life. So it doesn't matter what's going to happen after, pay attention to now. What does he want? What he wants is a coherent understanding of his environment. The relationship between you and your husband. Is it calm? Is it happy? Mm -hmm. Is it comforting? Or are there angry words in front of Mr. Nameless? Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit about what school he's going to go to? Mm -hmm. That's of no importance compared to what he is learning of the truth of this world. Through you and your husband.
0: Well, I hope you're right. I definitely hope you're right.
1: Okay. I mean, how can that possibly be wrong?
0: You see certain, I guess, issues kind of arising, especially within schools and with, with peers. And then a lot of parents are like, what do I do?
1: Well, you know, if, if by the age of three, mm-hmm. if you have given an environment of nothing but love, Mm-hmm. To Mr. Nameless, it's not going to matter what school you send him to. Do you understand? (laughs) Mm -hmm. He will, at the age of three, have formed within himself a solid basis of relationship to reality. And from that, who is a flying fuck? I mean, school him yourself, send him to Montessori school. It will not fucking matter. Mm -hmm. It won't. It won't. And if you have given him... An environment of love, caring, and harmony, and then sat him down at the age of five. Or when do kids go to school these days?
0: Eighteen months. Well, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't
1: do that. Why mm-hmm. would you do that?
0: The the narrative is that it's supposed to like give them a, a leg up on kids that don't, and they're getting ahead instead. Stop, stop
1: listening to the narrative and listen to the heart of a mother, which is in you. Mm-hmm. Good. God, Almighty, that's insane. I had no idea. Oh I'm yeah, gonna start lobbying against that shit. Don't <laughs> yeah, do it it's
0: really, young. don't
1: do it. No, mm-hmm. it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Why do they say that? Because those in power don't want a three year- old or a four year old who's already formed starting they want to start indoctrination and propaganda mm-hmm. at the age of 18 months please god see the horror in that
0: mm-hmm. no totally and uh, that's where we started getting like our concerns when it came to education because certain things that they were teaching 18 month olds i was like this is really off like things that were just in my mind wildly inappropriate so it didn't make sense we were then
1: if it is then don't do it listen mm-hmm. to your heart and go not going to do it fuck you people Totally, I'll send them to school at five or six. If you don't like it, fuck you.
0: Yeah, it's a crazy time for being a parent right now. For sure. You did mention earlier that presidents don't matter. So would you say that people are being like really dramatic when they say like if a certain president isn't elected, we're going to be socialists. And then if a certain president isn't elected, that there's just going to be a chaos in the streets forever because there's so much division. I guess where do you see... I guess, November taking us. Do you think it's going to make a difference at all or we're going to kind of still be in this It hasn't made
1: a difference since 1960, Mm -hmm. for God's sake. If
0: you think
1: presidents matter, can can you not look at history? Recent Mm -hmm. history, Obama, five years of his presidency spent building his magnum opus, Obamacare. Mm -hmm. We all knew it would be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Those of us who had a brain, why are you doing this? Because he's a president. Presidents don't matter. What happened to it? Gone. Donald Trump. I'm going to build a wall between America and Mexico. All 1796 miles of it. How many miles were built? Three. Because he has no power. Not that he didn't want to, of course he wanted to. To show, see, I do what I say. No, president's got no power. The power resides in that fossilized, fixed bureaucracy of people at the middle lever that can't be fired. Presidents can't go and fire some uh, a clerk in the um, social security program in Boston. No, it can't happen. They have the power. Who makes laws? It's supposed to be Congress. For every law Congress passes, this bureaucracy passes 20. Look it up, people, please. God. So it doesn't matter who's president. They got no power. They can't do anything. And you show me a single president that's done anything. I mean, anything. I'm going to build a wall. No, you're not. I'm going to make Obamacare. No, you're not. Nobody's going to do anything. Of course, you're just a fucking president. Why we care who president is, I don't know. We care because it keeps us from looking at the true power. The fossilized Bureaucracy of that three million people who've been there and will be there their entire lives. That's where the power lies, and we can't vote those motherfuckers out. That is the problem with America. Why you care who the president is? I, I just laughed and go, Lord Trump, oh, I'm going, what? Are you idiots? Have you not looked at history since 1960? No president has ever done anything he said, I'm going to do. You go, well, presidents don't keep their promises. They try. Mm. They're not idiots. Of course they try. They have no power to do so. Please, God, people, let's wake up. And foreign affairs, it's the CIA who decides that shit. And they tell the president, listen, the, the second Gulf War, how did that happen? Okay, the CIA goes, you know what? We've tried seven times to assassinate Saddam. Listen, this isn't working. Let's just bomb Iraq into the Middle Ages. And somebody goes, okay, well, tell the guys in Washington to make Bush bomb Iraq. How did they make Bush bomb Iraq? They said, Mr. President, we have an issue of utmost criticality. We just discovered that Iraq has nuclear weapons and missiles capable of destroying our closest ally, which is England. Mr. President, Uh, We uh, fear that there will be an imminent attack on London. Within 24 hours, what were we doing? We were bombing Iraq into the Stone Ages. Were there nuclear weapons? No. They looked for them for a whole fucking year. We all knew there were no nuclear weapons. Do you understand, people? Stop looking at presidents and Congress. They got no power. Instead, look at the real problem. The fossilized bureaucracy that truly runs America, that makes all the laws and all the decisions. Now, listen, that's why I laugh when people well, Trump or well, Biden. I mean, are you people stupid or what? Why are you bothering?
0: So I guess where do you go from there? Are we just kind of like at the mercy of those people that we can't be voted out? We just have to see how it plays out, or like what
1: We wake everybody up because, listen, here's what happens. When people see the truth and enough of them, you don't need a plan. (laughs) You're you're watching an enthralling movie on a screen in a theater, and there's a fire in the back. You notice it, but the movie is so enthralling, no one's going to turn around. If you can get everybody to see we're on fire, we're going to die, do you need a plan? No, we don't sit there and go, okay, so now after the fire, row one, no, fuck me, you leave. We're all saved. So I don't know how it's going to happen. I do know that if we don't wake people up, it will not happen ever. That's all I'm trying to do is point out the truth of reality mm
0: -hmm. in America. To so how how do you like yourself? About, how do you go about waking people up? Especially I find when people are really invested into something like emotionally, a lot of times like a number could be staring you in the face and you're like, "Oh, well that's not actually real because of whatever." And they use their feelings to justify like a truth that they've been told. So how do you I guess people like, do you,
1: you don't you move on to the next person.
0: Just
1: mm. that You don't have to wake everybody up. You have to wake up a critical mass. of the population are in a movie theater. How many people is it it required to look back and say, oh, my God, we're on fire? Not many. Mm -hmm. Not many. Wake up one in 100. That's all that's necessary. Look at all the great revolutions in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, the French Revolution is my favorite because the aristocracy was so far removed from reality When riots started in Paris because there was no food, the queen goes, "Uh, what's happening here? You know, there's there's no bread, your majesty. And she goes, "Ah, no bread. Then she thinks and goes, I have a solution. Let them eat cake and post this message throughout Paris. Now, she's a queen. What are you going to say? We can't do that? No, you got to do what she says. When those posts went up, you may now eat cake. They started burning, and everything was over. Mm. The French Revolution succeeded. That's all it takes is people going, what? This is the truth of our leaders? They are so out of touch. There's no bread. There's sure as fuck is no cake. I mean, Mm. please, God.
0: Do you think that's what's happening now? Yes,
1: it's very close in America.
0: So I think – A lot of this that we're seeing like in the streets right now, it's almost like compounded, obviously, with everything that's happening with COVID. So some people are saying like this is strategized, obviously, for certain like elections, Um, like certain people want everything shut down. Like, what do you see happening?
1: How can that bot be strategized? There's no problem. Statistically, Mm -hmm. it's less deadly than the flu. What the fuck are we even talking about it for?
0: So how is that still a controversial statement?
1: Why is it controversial? You can look it up. No, I know. The flu killed 730,000 people last year. (laughs) Can you not look this up? Diarrhea killed five times as many as COVID has killed in the same period of time. Can we not at least look it up? It's not Mm -hmm. controversial. These are statistics that are collected by every country in the world. Jesus God, people wake up. COVID is not a problem. Stop wearing your masks. Stop social distancing. If you do not resist this nonsense, we're lost people. If you actually buy this crap, let me ask you something. We're in the middle of a pandemic. How many people that you know personally have died from this? Zero. How many people that you know personally know someone personally who's died from this? none
0: None, there can't
1: be there's not enough not enough deaths one person out of ten thousand in this world has died of course you can't be touched by it Mm -hmm. good god people wake up please a pandemic you're gonna know somebody who died or they're gonna know somebody who died no there is no fucking problem and especially you youth Mm -hmm. nobody under the age of fifth well i'm not saying nobody Less than 25 people worldwide under the age of 50 have died, and yet you motherfucking children are wearing masks? What Mm. the fuck is wrong with you?
0: So some of the argument when it comes to the numbers is like there's one number, right? And then the CDC says, well, actually only 6% of that number was COVID alone. So those people that are arguing like a larger number are saying, well, if they didn't catch COVID, then they wouldn't have died. But- to my knowledge, we don't report other you know, things like the flu or other diseases that way either.
1: I'm using the best, meaning I'm using the government saying, yeah, this is the worst case. Mm-hmm. At the worst case, it's not a problem. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And if it's 6% of not a problem, please, God, wake up, children. Stop this nonsense. Do you, do you want Nameless to grow up having to wear a fucking mask? Because if you don't stop yourself then you are convicting nameless to a life of insanity.
0: Where do you see this going? Because I've been talking to some people that are saying, suggesting like masks are going to be a thing till like 2022. So do you think people are going to be compliant with that? or
1: I hope not. I fucking hope no. I'm not. When I have to wear a mask, I wear my wife's fucking thongs. And if you don't like it, arrest me and I've been arrested once already, but I am not. Putting on a fucking mask which restricts—if you—if you don't think masks check your breathing, put one on. Tell me that you don't feel different. Of course you feel <laughs> insane. Doctors, hang on. Doctors in Oklahoma have now filed a suit claiming that masks are going to kill a hundred times as many people as COVID if we continue to wear them, and they're correct. You're rebreathing oh, wow. your own CO2. Good God, wake up, folks. They mm-hmm. go, well, doctors were I'm sorry. <laughs> this is because of the doctor, that's hardly. A recommendation, doctors die 10 to 15 years earlier than everybody else. You go, well, doctors wear them. I go, well, no, I'm not then. If doctors wear it, I'm sure it's fuck not. They have the shortest life expectancy on the planet. Google it, people. Fucking Google it. Every country in the world, physicians die before anybody else. Now, I'm not saying it's because they wear a mask, but I'm saying, you're going, well, doctors wear it. <laughs> well, I'm seriously not wearing it. Mm-hmm. Well, doctors take vitamins. Well, I ain't taking vitamins. Do you understand? It's like it's it's insane, you know. Well, here's here's a group of the population that dies earlier than anybody. So we should do what they do. Do you understand how stupid that sounds? And yet people say it. Please, people, just wake up.
0: I guess do you just kind of like get in like your own rabbit holes where you're trying to just find independent sources of information because I guess where do you see like the news going? Because I don't
1: go down the rabbit holes. I just go to the sources of information. It's not a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Statistics is not a fucking rabbit hole.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, where do you get your news though? And I guess you just find independent sources, or because right now, if you turn on any like mainstream news, they all have like the same story for the most part, and like. I've
1: never, I mean, for 10 years, I have not watched Fox, CNN, or any. Why the fuck would you be watching that crap?
0: Mm. No,
1: Google. I mean, go to CDC first, ask them where they get their data. Well, Mm -hmm. then go to those independent sources and check how valid it sounds. Mm -hmm. All right? Do the same thing with WHO. Do the same thing with the Japanese Organization for Health. It's going to take you, right? It's going to take you half a fucking day. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna know what the truth is, people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't get truth from me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, listen. We're running short on time, and Janice said you promised we could talk about knitting.
0: Knitting, sure. What do you want to talk about knitting?
1: Well, I mean, did she not? Didn't she send you the the, the topic? The relationship of knitting.
0: I guess I missed that.
1: Knitting, mortality, and Russian cuisine. She didn't?
0: No. Are you
1: I'm serious? Mm-hmm. Well, then, never mind. If you're not prepared. But that's what I came prepared to talk about. For mm,
0: that explains everything. But, um, no, it
1: does, actually. It really does. I mean, <laughs> for example, do you ever see 12 year olds at the mall uh, waiting for their friends knitting? No. Fuck hell. No. No. Who do you see knitting? Grandmothers. Yes. Waiting for death to come knocking at their door. And what are they knitting? Well, they're knitting sweaters, shawls, socks maybe for their great-grandchildren or grandchildren who they know will never wear it because what are the – I ain't wearing that shit that grandma done. No. (laughs) They know no one's going to wear it. And yet, they spend weeks, sometimes months, knitting that sweater and for every fucking stitch every stitch is a memory while they're knitting they're recalling every minute hour day of their life so they're knitting their lives into this fucking sweater which they know no one's gonna ever wear but they do it anyway why because death is coming uh, they, they know it's coming. It's the mortality. Uh, uh, what does this have to do with Russian cuisine, which is the crux of this entire fucking issue? Well, where do grandmas knit? Do they knit while at the store? Fuck no. They knit uh, while the food is cooking. Now, Russian food like borscht, fuck me. That's a 10-hour job to make a good... Borscht. So, for 10 hours in the kitchen, grandma is uh, rocking and knitting her first kiss, uh, the first time she touched a dick, uh, the first time she got laid, uh, her first baby, um, her first affair with someone who was not uh, her husband, uh, her first job, her first knockdown, drag out fight with her. Drunkard uh, husband, that's stitch number 16,000, right? We still have into the goddamn sweater, right? So, no. Now, why do you think Russian cuisine is sought after by every connoisseur of food on this fucking planet? Because if it is home, fucking made, then grandma knows, since no one's ever going to wear this fucking sweater. <laughs> I will fuck with you because you're gonna eat this food, which is also a piece of my life as much as every fucking knit and curl in this goddamn sweater. So now I think that's says everything you need to know about life.
0: Is there any other questions? <laughs> no, we'll just I'll be unpacking that for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to just play that on loop for a little bit. The last thing I kind of wanted to talk about, um, I wanted to talk about your privacy coins. We mentioned it at the very beginning of the episode. So what's like the difference between a privacy coin and crypto? Like, crypto- Privacy
1: coin is part of crypto.
0: It is the same.
1: Crypto is the world of cryptocurrency, and there are over 30,000 different coins. Bitcoin is one, Ethereum right. is one, and so on. Everybody talks about Bitcoin, which is because it was the first. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is not private, <laughs> not secure. Oh, it's not. Oh, fuck me! If I send you uh, four or five dollars in Bitcoin, or uh-huh. you send me, forever after I can look in your wallet and see how much you have, where it comes from, and where it goes.
0: I had no idea.
1: That's the problem. See, everybody's going, invest in this. People don't understand what the fuck they're investing in. <laughs> I'm sorry. So now, no, it's like if a plumber comes to your house to fix uh, your sink, mm-hmm. and you write them a check for $40. And they then, um, well, they go to the bank. And cash the check and say, and by the way, I've got a check here from Candace. Can you tell me how much money she's got? They go, yes, of course. Uh, here's her balance. I go, that's interesting. Can you tell me for the past two months how much money's come in and from whom? And all the checks that she's written to people. They go, yes, of course, of course. Well, how about all the wire transfers? Has she made any? Let's see. Well, yes, yeah, she made two. Who are they, two? And for how much? Would you be happy with your fucking bank?
0: No, definitely not.
1: That's Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So now. I've been saying for for six years, Bitcoin is dead, except in the minds of the stupid, uh, uh, including Wall Street, apparently. So, no.
0: Is Ethereum the same?
1: Exactly the same, yes. Unfortunately, the difference, but here's the difference. Ethereum is not dead. The reason Mm -hmm. Ethereum is not dead is because of smart contracts, which Bitcoin does not have. Ethereum was the first coin, with with smart contracts. That's some powerful shit, all right? And on Ethereum, you've got probably 10,000 coins that are built on that chain. Mm -hmm. You can't ever get rid of Ethereum. No, it's not going away. Bitcoin's going to go away. But Ethereum, since Ethereum, almost every new blockchain that's created has smart contracts.
0: What's a smart contract?
1: Okay, let's let's say that you and I agree. You bet me. $200 that I cannot seduce Ivanka Trump. And I go, fuck anybody can seduce her. I can do it. now. And you say, I want proof in terms of photographs. I go, okay. So you and I do a smart contract on the Ethereum blockchain or any blockchain, and the smart contract says, okay, both of you have put in $200 for this bet. Now, as soon as a bunch of people look at the pictures that John McAfee fucking Ivanka, then uh, John gets the bet. If by October 30th, John cannot produce those photos, Candace gets the money. That's a smart contract. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. And monitored by the entire group. Mm -hmm. If I submit the pictures and everybody goes, that's John and Ivanka. And people go, no, that's John and some whore in Bangkok. No. Well, you you still get the money. I don't. Do you see? It's a smart contract. Mm -hmm. The money stays in that contract. Cannot be changed by anyone until the consensus of the community goes. Yeah, that looks like it's true. Or I bet you that the Dow will reach um, fifty million uh, by December. Well, it's the easy thing. We just go. Was the Dow fifty million by December? Yes or no. If not, you get the money. If so. I get the money. That's a smart contract.
0: Okay. I guess the issue with crypto right now is like, there's not like a lot of ways to use it.
1: I am so sorry. No, tell but me. That, that, is, that is the most incorrect thing you stated. Next next to the fact that you might be thinking about sending nameless at the age of 18 months, <laughs> some fucking school. All right. But let's disregard that because I don't think you will do that. You look, so, you look smarter than that. So so now, that is now the strangest thing you said. No, I don't have a bank account. I have no cash. I have no credit cards, no checks, nothing except crypto. I have bought houses, cars, bulletproof vests, shoes, pieces. What else? Ah, <laughs> a $17 dinner in London. Oh, hotels? Hotels all over the world now except crypto.
0: Really? Duh. I'm like shocked. So like, let's say you want to get groceries though. Like how do you get groceries with crypto?
1: Well, now that's the problem. Groceries are a problem, I have to admit. But easy. I mean, there are many online, It depends on where you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in Germany, piece of cake. If you're in, England, if you're in America, easy. Mm-hmm. There are many, many, many companies that will deliver food to you for crypto. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in... Phew, Bucharest, Uh, that's a problem, but I'm not in Bucharest. I'm in a place where I can buy food with crypto and it's delivered to my doorstep the next day, like my booze, like my guns, bulletproof fist, you name it. There's nothing. So I have not had, Janice and I don't use money or bank accounts or credit cards. We haven't for years. When I do work for people, if you can't pay me in crypto, I can't work for you. I'm sorry. What's wrong with you people? So, in fact, I just produced an autobiography with help from a Scottish uh, ghostwriter. We got a contract for a shitload of money. They couldn't pay us in crypto. I said, I'm sorry. Now, the ghostwriter is pissed off. Mm-hmm. But no, you can't pay me in crypto. Then who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. We should have figured this out to begin with.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: rare. That's rare. No, if you can't do crypto, you're not worthwhile working for. And if you can't accept crypto, then your products can't be worthwhile buying. There are hundreds of thousands of us, just like me, that no longer have cash, bank accounts, or credit cards. We don't need them
0: anymore. That's fascinating. I want to like do some more digging into that because I think cryptocurrency is… Why
1: don't you do this?
0: <laughs> yeah, give me some resources. Google,
1: Google. Why don't you just Google? Do you have Google out handy right now? Yeah. Why don't you Google… Real estate for Bitcoin, even though Bitcoin is no longer used. A few idiots still use it. Real estate for crypto, for for Bitcoin. See how many hundreds of sites come up that sell real estate for crypto. Oh, wow. Oh, wow is right. Hundreds. Anything from $50 million mansions to a $25,000 house Uh, In the suburbs of St. Petersburg. Do you understand now? Do mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying? You have missed a movement. I guess so. Hundreds of thousands of the world no longer use dollars, euros, or penny. Nothing. No Mm -hmm. no longer use credit cards. No longer use banks. And we're surviving quite fucking well.
0: Yeah, fascinating. I know what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the day.
1: Now, you did Google that, right?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did saw you, the what first did you, you find? What lunch. was the
1: first one you found?
0: The first one is bitcoinrealestate.com, and it's got some...
1: By the way, do not go there. It's, it's a trash site. <laughs> uh, the houses are 20% overvalued. There are much better sites, okay? okay? Oh, yeah. Just do some search, people. Because yeah, most of the houses that you can buy with crypto are 20 to 40% cheaper than buying them with cash. Why? they do not have to report the income. Do you understand?
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to ask how taxes go into that.
1: Because you sell a house and you got to pay, depending on where you are, as much as 40%, right? And taxes and what? No. You sell it for crypto, what do you pay? Nothing.
0: Yeah, it's a massive upside for sure.
1: Massive upside. So everything we buy is dirt fucking cheap. Do you understand? I'm glad you did this for your audience to me say too. that McAfee is not as insane as he appears. <laughs> Although I am, in fact, as I started out going, listen, I, there are some pieces missing in me uh, from that experience in the early 80s in uh, mm-hmm. St. Louis, Missouri. Nevertheless, I still function and I see things that many people do not.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on and giving me um, an hour of your time.
1: Well, you're very welcome. Let's get together again in 2025. Or-
0: yeah, see where everyone's at.
1: Absolutely. So I hope you can make sense out of this. You are a totally different entity in person than you are in... Some of your websites
0: oh thank you yeah there's there is like a a disconnect, but a lot of people like fail to like realize I'm a human, so they just see this one character portrayed, and then that's it
1: i understand mm-hmm. i understand well, listen i I don't see anything until I see someone in person mm-hmm. and look into their eyes and this is close this is close you can get in mm-hmm. this modern world, so I think you will do the best thing for nameless. Mm-hmm. I so hope so. My advice is, do not under any fucking circumstances turn that child over to the establishment mm-hmm. at the age of 18 months, please. God, you will regret it so much in your later years.
0: No, I definitely, I think we kind of, that's where we're going with it.
1: God, I hope so, for Yeah, Mr. Nameless sake.
0: It's too scary otherwise.
1: All right. Thank you very much.
0: Well, thank you. Have a good day. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have the time, please rate and review. And you can always hit subscribe to stay up to date with our latest episodes. I hope to have you back.